Hi, welcome back to a long break of For What It's Worth Coaching Podcast. I'm here with Coach Hines. Welcome. And, welcome. I, and I'm Coach Ty, or Mark Ty. And uh, we're here on episode 15 where we're going to talk about leadership. Yeah. Before we dive into that, it, it's been way too long since our last podcast. <laughs> a little bit. We've been a little busy. Who would you blame? You. I, yeah, it is my fault. <laughs> it is. During, during, you know, it's tough because during the football season, we're so crazy yeah. busy. That and family and wife yeah. and children. and well, I'll tell you the truth. I don't even know if I have a friend named Kurt Hines during football season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there. I'm still there. Um, how was your Christmas? Oh, it was good, man. Uh, a lot of good stuff. I had to work uh, Christmas Eve, got off Christmas morning, got to spend it with uh, with my, my, my kids and my, my wife. My son came home from college, so it was, it was awesome. It was a good nice. day. How about yours? What'd you get? I got a, uh, you know, those little massager things, uh, it's kind of like a, <laughs> it's kind of like a little guns. You yeah, yes. massage. Yeah. I got one of those, and I got some shirts and some sweatshirts, nice. and I uh, got a really cool Notre Dame uh, blanket. Nice. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I, I kind of set you up for that. I wanted you to ask. I got fat. Yeah. For like, Christmas. I, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> this 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 whole holiday season from Thanksgiving to Christmas mm-hmm. was was good, but mm-hmm. I I ate way too much. So yeah. I'm excited. We're getting together tonight. With the families. Yes. Just celebrate the New Year. New Year's. Um, but I'm excited to get back on track. Yes. With, with everything tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, as far as physical, mental, getting back on the podcast, uh, jobs, yeah. you know, life period. So it's always cool to get that new year and hopefully try to get a new outlook on life. Well, it, it's funny. This kind of brings us right into our topic today, which is leadership. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if we do end up putting a video up here, we have on the board there all of our notes. Coach Ty and I decided this time to just wing it. So we have that one word, leadership, and that's it. And it's not very big, so I'm squinting every time I look up there. Um, but it, it's funny because there was, there was a coach years ago, shortly after I took the head coaching job in Bedford, Goffstown, where, where Jill and I lived with the kids, uh, hired a new head coach, Justin Huft, who I had coached with at Sohegan at a different high school. And Justin... Uh, did not fit the mold of what the community saw as a leader. Mm-hmm. He was a shorter guy, um, good shape, but short and kind of, I don't think Justin is mousy, but from appearance, if you don't know him, you know, he's, you might think that. And I remember having some parents uh, sit in the stands with me as we were watching one of their scrimmages, complaining. And I had had the privilege of coaching with Justin for years and knew that he was he, he was a leader. I mean, I mean, he knows the game of football really, really well. Um, and the one area I thought he had to work on having just coached with him was the connecting with the players. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to today where he's been the head coach there and, and has won a state title and has done very well. Um, leadership comes in all different shapes and sizes and forms. Definitely. And I think all too often, myself included, we're guilty of we have a certain image of what we think a leader is. So we're going to talk about that today. This sounds good. All right. Let's get into it. So I'm going to put you on the, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, I always do. Yeah. Um, what What in your mind are... I was asked this question yesterday by a gentleman on a, on a podcast that I, I was a, fortunate to be a guest on um, from New Jersey. And uh, he had a, a rapid fire round. And one of the questions he, a, he asked was, what are three qualities? Now, you have to answer fast. Three mm-hmm. qualities you see that a good leader needs to have. Uh, integrity. Love it. Uh, relatability. With uh, players and uh, the community you're in, like you just talked yeah. about, and uh, organization. Love it. Love it. My, my answers, if I remember correctly, were passion, knowledge of, of, of the game and the people you work with, um, and a strong why. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I love yours. 
yours, your, your first one was what again? Integrity. Integrity. Touch on that a little bit. Well, integrity, mean what you say. You know, uh, I, I, I've coached with uh, many coaches who would tell kids one thing and then actions would speak totally different. Yeah. You know, um, telling one kid, uh, hey, you're going to start next game and totally not even talk to the kid and tell him why he's not starting the next game. And uh, so that integrity means a lot because, it, 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 number one, you get the trust of, the, of your players, you get the trust of the community, you get trust of the parents, and you get trust of your fellow coaches, which is very important to me yep. too. So that's the reason why I pick integrity as number one. I love it, and I think about that because I think we've all coached for coaches, or played for coaches, I should say, mm-hmm. or coached with coaches, or had our children have coaches that, that don't have integrity. Right. Um, I think all too many of us have seen uh, situations where coaches treat certain players with certain abilities differently. Right. You know, and then not in a good way where they hold them to a higher mm-hmm. standard, but just the opposite where they let them slide with being late a little bit or mm-hmm. the language they may use or just just different things that uh, just because they're a great athlete mm-hmm. kind of let that slide. And I, I think that not, not only hurts that individual, but it spreads like a cancer to the entire program. Definitely. Because okay, the team knows who their number ones are. You know, and they don't need to be rubbed in the face by the coach that, hey, these are my number ones. They can get away with whatever they want. That's not how you're going to build a team. Right. How are these kids going to go, well, they get to get away with that, and we don't. Why should I root for them? Exactly. You know, or because everybody's part of that team, no matter if you're sitting on the bench or you're the starter or you're even the um, the water water coach yeah. like I was. You were the get-back coach. The get-back coach, you know. <laughs> Somebody coached out as the water boy. That's right. <laughs> um, well, it's funny because you, you and I were talking briefly offline I, in all my years as head coach, you know, I've coached high school ball for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Let's remind the, the listeners, you've coached baseball for how many years? Uh, for almost 20 now. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And multiple levels. Multiple which levels. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think Nothing higher than high school yet. Yet. Yes. Yet. Um, <laughs> I still, I keep waiting. You know, they, they just let go of Jason Garrett. Yeah. So I'm, I'm my phone is on, a, you know, yeah, volume's up. If, if Jerry wants to call me, Just we'll in talk. case, yeah. Um, we may have to cut this short. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish this. I'll finish okay. this out. But, um... <laughs> In 22 years coaching high school football for myself, out of those years, I've spent now 10 of those as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Seven back in New Hampshire, just finished my third year here. And uh, this offseason, I decided to do something differently with our captains. Um, and just saw some things this year with leadership that uh, was, you know, some of our captains were fantastic. Some I just wish had stepped up a little bit more. Great young men. But uh, I decided this year that our last practice of the year, which typically would be when we would have the team vote for next year's captains, so I could meet with those three or four individuals year-round and kind of help them become leaders. Um, trying something new where told the players we're not doing that, and that piqued all their interest right away. And I said, we're, we're going to start having leadership council meetings. And simply what that is, I'll throw it out there on social media. I said, I'm not going to email the parents. Because I don't want mom or dad saying, hey, you need to stay late to go to this meeting. Right. I don't want the parents pushing them to this leadership role. Um, but I put it out there and I said, I just want to throw it out there sometime before waits. It might be a 10-minute meeting, sometimes after waits, maybe longer. Um, and just sit down and talk about leadership skill. Mm-hmm. Talk about a lot of things that you and I talk about. Um, and it was interesting because the first meeting we had, I had uh, eight young men show up. And some I thought that should be there. Some completely surprised me. We'll talk in another episode about late bloomers. Right. One young man, I thought, really? He's, he's coming to this. And, and I, I did open it up to everyone. Yeah. And I thought, man, even if I have 30 one day, 
probably won't be that many, but show up and some of them aren't that leadership style. They, if they're around other people that want to be leaders, mm -hmm. that may rub off a little bit. But we came up with a list of uh, 10 qualities they thought as high school football players a good team leader should have. And do uh, you want to go through those fairly quickly? or uh, I'll try because that is in high school writing. So it, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's not tough. my writing. <laughs> uh, their number one was uh, lead by example. And number two is love for the team. Number three is trustworthy. Number four is selfless. Five is empowering slash speaking skills. Uh, six, hardworking. Seven, proactive. Eight, self-discipline. And nine's character. And the last one, number ten, is reserved. In no particular order, uh, let, let's just talk about a few of those. Okay. Number one for me I thought was beautiful. You know, I had each of the young <clears throat> men, including myself, mm -hmm. write down without discussing it. For about ten minutes, I think I gave us, I said, just write down your ten, top ten qualities in the leader. And then we discussed it and, and, and kind of campaigned for words or phrases that we wanted to keep. It was almost unanimous that each of us had at some point in our list lead by example. Right. Um, and that, that touches on, I think, sometimes we all see, once again, those those young men or women who are great athletes, but they may not show up to every practice. They might talk back to a coach or roll their eyes. And I, I think people that truly want to be led and want strong leaders want leaders that practice what they preach. Definitely. Definitely. And, and you definitely, when you go out to the practice field and they're, they're on there, the main players are there on time, especially the captains. You see the, the players that are coming up through the ranks and see how important it is showing yeah. them on time. So, and then that, that builds uh, um, the atmosphere that you want for your program. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of ties into, you know, what we had on the board there as number three being trustworthy. Mm -hmm. uh, if you practice what you preach, if your actions are match your words, it's a lot easier for players and coaches to put their trust in you. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I loved, I think there were about five or six of the young men, including myself, that had uh, somewhere on their list the word love. Mm. And, and I, I truly take that to heart because I, I try often, as often as I can, to tell my players I love them, which I think is a waste of time and vain if I say those words and we don't back it up with our actions. Correct, yeah. Um, so once again, leading by example, if you say you love someone, you can discipline them, you can get on them in a loving way that is not demoralizing or demeaning or, or mm -hmm. in any way, you know, degrading that person. Well, it's just like being a father. You know, we both have sons and you have, you have two daughters and, a, and a, three daughters Thank and a son. Sorry. Um, yeah, we're good friends, aren't we? <laughs> uh, and, and I have three boys. But when you take on that team, you know, that becomes a team and you have that love for that team and... You, you, like I always told the parents at the end of the season, I take this team on as they're, they're my sons. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you're not just that. You're not just a coach. You're your dad, you're a father figure, a mentor, you're a psychologist. You're, you're many, hats, many yeah. hats there. So um, and when, when you speak of love and, and you get a captain who has that same love for the team and his team members, um, it, it helps out a lot being that leader. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, number four, I, I have in mind what it means to me. What is it? Being a selfless leader mean to you? Selfless. I would say not being above picking up footballs at the end of the at end of practice or baseballs or breaking up the field when you're all done. Being able, yeah, we all have a job to do. Just because I'm the captain doesn't mean I'm not above cleaning up and helping out after a game or putting away equipment. I don't even need to add to that. Love it. Exactly. Yep. 
See, I'm, 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 I'm tempted well, that, now. That's the, actually the first time I actually got something where you weren't going to say something to add to it. Right. Awesome. I don't need to. I yeah. love it. I, I don't. It kind of oh, scares me. Oh, man. 2020 is going to be a great year. We're morphing into one. <laughs> uh, that's well said. Well said. <laughs> I think it's funny, though, on that line, and I'm not gonna, I am not going to add to that, but often people say, you know, it goes without saying, and then they go on ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. So, uh Nothing needs to be added to that. Empowering uh, is a word that I love. You know, that's my number one mm-hmm. mission. I feel called as a, as a human being to teach and coach because I believe that if we as leaders of our families, of our classrooms, of our teams, whether we have that leadership title or not, if we as leaders look to selflessly serve others <coughs> and empower them, that, that, that's what it's all about for me. Right. Building those lasting relationships, which exactly. we talked about and we'll talk about again. Um, it was interesting that one of our young men mentioned uh, he wanted to add speaking skills. I said, well, great. Where do you think that goes in the list? And we tried to narrow it down to just mm-hmm. 10 because we had originally like 18 or 19 and kind of changed some words that we thought could work together. And he said, can we add it to empowering? And and for me, it, it didn't really fit. And I said, well, explain you know what you're thinking. And he said it beautifully. And pretty much he was saying sometimes he felt that the captains this year, once again, not knocking the captains, but his perception and a few of the guys said good things, but either need to, when they're speaking after practice or after a game, speak louder and project their voice or have more passion that you know as a player he knew his captains had but didn't feel like it always came across in their speaking skills. Right. So he felt yeah, that good leaders are empowering, and part of that is using those speaking skills to empower others. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that also goes to uh, when you go, you think of the New England Patriots when they have that the next man up mentality, too. I don't think we'd have to talk about the Patriots right now. I don't think so either, but, <laughs> but, but, but the philosophy, yeah, out. yeah. But the philosophy <clears throat> behind it, you know, and, you know, you get, uh, I'm looking at your list of uh, your 2019 uh, players up there, but, you know, you got Tyler up there. Who's a senior or replay? You know, I mean, for for him to empower, let's say James over on the freshman squad, you know, hey, I'm getting ready to go. You need to start stepping up and becoming that player that you that you think know you can be, you know. And then that way, you when they move up, they they get that nice mentorship from the senior Tyler going down to James, and he can pass that on through through the whole program as they progress. So, and then the next guy is like, okay, it's important for me to get, get these extra reps in, you know, even though I'm on the second squad to, you know, get this down correct and right. Yeah. So, so when it's their term, Tyler goes down, hey, James steps in that spot and there's nothing missed. Well said. Well said. Uh, one of our players, or several of them had mentioned, that's on the list there, proactive. And when I dove a little deeper or dug a little deeper on that one, I said, well, what, you know, what do you mean by being proactive? And they said, well, not looking around the weight room and saying, I wonder where so-and-so is because I know he's not playing baseball now or mm-hmm. volleyball or basketball and not waiting until spring ball comes comes around and asking him, but reaching out to him, inviting him to come work out. And, and I, I really like that because there's so much that's fun about leadership. Yes. As a head coach, you win games. I get interviewed every Saturday or Sunday or after Friday night. You know, um, There's a lot of great things and there's a lot of headaches and a lot of stresses and all that but there's a lot of fun that comes with it, a lot of blessings mm-hmm. for a young man or once again a young woman to be a team captain that means they get to walk out together pre-game do the you know the coin toss or, or lead or whatever or have a have more of a voice with their team um 
But I think the great leaders, not just at the high school level, um, but are proactive. Don't wait for problems to arise mm-hmm. before they start thinking about solutions. They don't wait for the proverbial crap to hit the fan right. before they think, all right, if this were to become a problem, how would I deal with this? Definitely. Um, they're, they're, they're proactive. Said perfectly. <laughs> <I'm nothing laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, let me, uh, we're going to get away from the list for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that's been listening to our thousands and thousands of listeners out there, or to our wives. Or to our wives, yes. <laughs> or somewhere friends. in between. Close yeah, friends somewhere in between. sorry for us. Um, the people <laughs> that have listened before to our podcast, we, we try to uh, keep them anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, really to just make it convenient for the listeners. So they're driving to work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many podcasts out there, and I feel like everyone and their sister does a podcast. And there are so many good ones. Right, but but I, yes. I think sometimes for me or my attention span also keeping them you know a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're going to wrap up here in about five minutes or so. But coach, let me ask you: Who's one of the greatest leaders you've ever known personally? Not someone that we see on TV or read about in a book. Any aspect in your life, any walk of life. Well, I would say uh, it's pretty recent too, and it's actually a, a group of men that I uh, served in the Navy with in the past few years. Uh, when I decided to retire um, a year ago, um, he was a master chief. Another uh, buddy of mine who was a first class went to chief and retired as a senior chief. Um, the guy who spoke at my uh, retirement yep. ceremony. Um, I respect him a lot. As far even though uh, you know, I, I because of my break in the military, I've been in a lot longer than they were, and I was had a lot of active duty time. Um, but the way they handled. Their availability, as far as being there when their, um, I wouldn't say subordinates, when junior sailors needed to go talk to them, he, they were always there. And if they didn't know the answer, they would let you know, hey, I don't know the answer, but I will find out for you. And they went and got the answer and came back. And they had a solution of, hey, this is how we're going to proceed with this. Uh, something like with that, that's, that's his name was um, uh, Senior Chief Denike and Master Chief Summit were two of um, my best mentors. While I was in Love the Navy. It. Uh, just their availability, their support of um, their belief in me and their junior sailors, knowing that, you know, and trying to pull the best out of us. They're the ones you go to work for, and you don't want to ma- make them mad. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that as a coach, you know, <clears throat> being a coach and having my team come, wanting to work hard for me or with me in that season means a lot that, hey, I'm doing it right, and, and they it, know, they trust me. And it, it's not that you don't want to – perform poorly out of fear. Right. It's out of love and respect. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. You know, just, you know, coach, and also, you know, being available, to what, even if it's just not about the sport. You know, yeah. If it's about home life, you know, and, and I know a lot of kids, you know, may not be putting all their effort in uh, on the field, but there's something else going on at home or they're worried about something at school or they're just scared to talk, or talk to you and you just got to be available and put down that coaching shield a yeah. little bit and be vulnerable so they can talk to you. I love that. I think we should wrap up with that. You think so? I'm not even going to ask you to turn the tables to – I love the word you, you had there, availability, mm-hmm. because so often leader, leaders are pulled in so many different directions. Once again, <laughs> whether you are a team captain or a head coach or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, and for, for players and parents and families and people to know that you are there for them when they need you. 
Right. That's powerful. It, it is powerful. And, uh, yeah, and you wouldn't be like that if you didn't love coaching and love the game and love for your players. Amen. All right. Appreciate it. Coach Ty is going to wrap us up here. He, I feel like you've got a better voice to not today to the introduction <laughs> to, to get us flowing and wrapping up what we're yeah. doing here. But uh, we do want to give a shout out, uh, several shout outs. One is to Game Strat. Definitely. Uh, if you're in the coaching world at all and you videotape any of your practices or games, if you have not used uh, Game Strat, please check them out. Uh, had a chance to meet with the founders, the two owners, the designers of the product uh, from Canada this this summer and i'll tell you that they um actually it feels like this summer we're in san diego yeah it was actually at the end of the football season i'm cold i've been here a lot longer <laughs> than you so it's freezing um, down here but uh <laughs> two of the gentlemen who just really I, I feel like they work with three schools because their availability mm-hmm. uh their customer service is above anything i've ever worked with before the fact is they're working with hundreds and hundreds of companies throughout the Northeast. So check them out, GameStrat. It's an instant sideline replay. That uh, tremendous product, tremendous people. Definitely. Do you have one more? No, I, I did say several. but I uh, said several. I think that's... We used to give someone else a shout-out, but he had to move on to... to oh, yeah, Green Pastures. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. If you guys do us a favor, if you really like what we put out, share it with all your friends and family, uh, any coaches that may need it. And to go up on what Coach Hines says, you know, we, we try to keep it down to 20 minutes because we know as coaches it can be very busy during the season. And uh, 20 minutes seems like a good time for a drive from home to, to your coaching office. And uh, by the time you get there, this will be done and you don't have to go back to another hour of uh, another podcast. But um, be a great coach. Be a good uh, – I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just be a good person. Be a good person. And uh, take it for what it's worth. Stay strong. Stay strong.